This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It is time for Find a Word for our weekly attempt to fill in the gaps in the English language because there's certain situations or things that don't yet have an adequate word for it. And we're attempting to put that right on this show on a weekly basis. Uh, Tonight we want to find a word for that situation where you feel entitled to help yourself to a biscuit while stood at the kettle making everyone else a round of hot drinks. Even if you're bringing like biscuits into the lounge with the teas, I feel like you can write that one biscuit off Mm -hmm. Because you're you're the one that's gone and made it. It's Absolutely. almost like your wages, isn't it? Absolutely. But at the moment, there's no there's no word for that. If you were to say to someone like if there's someone near you eating in the in mm-hmm. the kitchen whilst the tea's being made, like what are you doing? You can't really explain that in kind of one snappy word or phrase. So that's what find a word for is all about. So I think you could. So I'm going to put forward a suggestion just to start us all off. Let's get it going. I think you could say, no, I'm just I'm just down the kitchen. I'm just being a brewy dodger. A brewy dodger. Right, if you think about it, right, okay, you're the one out there making the brew for everyone else. This could be in the workplace right now. People sat in offices as they look down to five o'clock, counting down the minutes. You're the person there, all right? You're the one doing the brew. Yeah. They're the one dodging doing it. A jammy dodger is a biscuit. <laughs> I've moulded all of those together. It's a brewy dodger. But why are you dodging? You're not dodging anything. You're the one making the tea and having a biscuit. I hadn't thought that bit through. It's fine, it's fine though. It's, it's a good start. <laughs> if, a, if you're a brewery dodger, you're the one sat on your backside not making anything. It's fine though. No. It starts us off. It's a word, does it? It's difficult, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's not as easy as you think. You see, that's why there's not a word. All the, these years we've been around. It, absolutely. It's, there's no word for it. <laughs> so look, have a think, right? If you're the one making tea and you help yourself to a biscuit because you stood at the kettle, what's that called? Paul King says, Tiffin time. Tiffin time? Tiffin time. <laughs> I don't want to be down on Paul King, but, I mean, is Tiffin a biscuit? I think it is. Isn't it like a bit of chocolate or something, isn't it? It's more a brownie than a biscuit, I'd say. What's your problem with Paul King? I think that's a serviceable uh, uh, suggestion. Still Have you got beef I'm, with him? I'm still smarting <laughs> from my uh, my brewy dodger. Uh, to, to headline on tomorrow's local paper, back to the drawing board, Richie <laughs> refuses to speak to the press on the way out of the building. Maker's privilege, says Dan in Scarborough. I like that's that. That's pretty good. It's got a craft element yeah. to it. Uh, someone, they don't need the name, but they say, my family, when we're cutting up the meat for a roast, we eat bits as we go. We call that the chef's tax. That's good. Maybe biscuits tax could be a good suggestion. Now, very interestingly, Craig in Inverness has got in touch. He's trying to repurpose uh, an expression that's already there. He says, surely it's a bog off. Brew one, get one free. Kind of safe style UK uh, adverts. You brew one, you get one or free. free. Whatever happened to that guy? Who was that guy? He was dressed as like, know. inexplicably dressed as like a town crier. Yes, with, with windows flying past him. With an incredible, what I would describe as a pot noodle hairstyle. Uh, Thierry says, uh, you're in charge of the brew and the biscuits. You're therefore the biscodian. That's and therefore good. entitled to have one. Uh, Beth says, tea makers tithe. Very, very highbrow. That's the olden days. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Helen, what are you suggesting? Nothing. Snaffling, that's a good suggestion. Talk us through a snaffle. You would go into the kitchen while everybody sat there chatting and you'd make a brew and you would just craftily slowly go and take a biscuit and you snaffle it quickly and nobody would ever know. Love I that. like this. There's something about the word snaffle that suggests mm. that there's a little bit of a look to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, yeah. and then in the nose goes into the trough kind of thing. I'm getting very strong kind of um, <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, the burglar type. Yeah. Uh, you know, light-hearted burglary from the Hobbit type vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit naughty as well when you snaffle something. <laughs> you do. And, you know, I always think as well, like, if you have that biscuit, it doesn't count on your daily biscuit intake because it's just payment for work done. No, because snaffling doesn't count towards calories. Exactly. Helen, can I ask a question? Yeah. And uh, please don't take this the wrong way. Are you a snaffler? <laughs> oh, very much so. Don't care who knows. 
<laughs> Get that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> hey, back off. I'm a snaffler. <laughs> Good to talk to you, Ellen. Uh, Joe says, a cheeky finger, if it's a Cadbury's chocolate finger, obviously. Obviously. Just a little warning for you there, Joe. All right, mate? Just a little warning. Samantha's on the line. Samantha, what should we call it? Slide gestive. Slide oh, What a fantastic inspired. word that is. Absolutely inspired. See? <laughs> is, is this a phrase you've used before, or has it just come to you in a moment of clarity? It came to me. I was literally loading the dishwasher. There it was. Boom. Wow. Giles Brandreth, eat your heart out. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, Colin, what would you like to suggest? It's a uh, Brucey bonus, B-R-E-W. Oh, that's one for... I was just thinking, you know, like Bruce, but you've gone for the actual brew drink type angle there. Well, brew, play on words. It's like a Tim Fine pun, but a really bad one. Uh, but also, I- I'm going to go back to how I started us all off with my brewy dodger. The one that fundamentally doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, no. Oh, I, yeah, see, cool. I feel like I've teed Colin up for this because he's taken the whole brewsy bit, but equally, you could call it a brewky bonus because you've got the brew, you've got the nod to brewsy, but then it's a biscuit, a bicky, a brewky bonus. I think you should stick to playing records. Yes, have wow. some of that. Wow. I, you're, you're suddenly uh, the, the business partners split up right here on wow. the show. What yeah, about that? Brucey bonus, isn't it? Brucey, Brucey Forsyth, Brucey bonus. You're it right. is. Like your cards, right, and all that. I get it. Slightly ass sour into this phone call, but lovely speech to you, Colin. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Any other business? And we're actually going to talk to someone uh, who wants to really take us to task on any other business tonight. But if you do have a problem with something on the show or just something that comes up you want to talk to us about, home time with someone else. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do that first. Yeah. Uh, or actually, do it second if you if you don't hear back. Yeah, from us. all right. I tell you what. Yeah, get in touch with us. Let's try and resolve it. If we can't get our heads together on it, then go and listen to someone else. Don't have to listen. Yeah. Uh, Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Harry got in touch. Do you remember yesterday we did uh, Mars's win prizes <laughs> uh, as yes. uh, part of midweek's games night? Um, a resounding success. Apart from with Harry. Uh, Harry, we hear you got a problem. What was it? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you must have loads of people starting tractors and we can't play along. So why, if you're in a tractor, can't you look at your mileometer and get involved in our competition? Because uh, tractors and, I guess, diggers and construction vehicles and what have you, they run in hours, not miles. You're kidding. Whoa. Yeah. So you click on your... So you have a look on your tractor screen or... It'll take me ages to find it on this one, but it tells you how many hours you've run, run it for. So they're not interested in how far this thing's been. It's just how many how many hours you sat in there using it. Yeah, yeah. How many hours the engine's been worked? I guess. That's wow, crazy, isn't it? that's blown my mind. Though. Never knew that. <laughs> so what's what's yeah. like you know what's like you know because we know what like a I weirdly I was talking to Richie before we did the competition about what would be considered like a, a the average mileage yeah. for a car a twelve thousand a year or whatever he was saying. What's what's the average hourage then for a tractor? It'll be tricky. It'll be high if you think this time of the year we're. We're in it from eight in the morning till well, whatever time you finish combining. Sometimes midnight. Wow! So, wow! It's a lot of tractor work, be, isn't it? There'll be a month or two of the year where it just sits in a shed getting dusty. Well, look, we'll we'll see if in forthcoming weeks we can do uh, uh, an hours is for prowses or, or something. something. Hey, and I tell you, if, you, if you're listening to this show and you're you're operating a thing that is measured in hours, we'd love to hear about that as well. Uh, you can text us eight twelve fifteen. This is the daily takeaway. I was reading an amazing story earlier on today uh, about uh, two people. They're really, really good mates. They've been in each other's lives for 70 years. Whoa. Isn't that amazing? That's 70 amazing. years. Uh, if you've got a, uh, a friend that's been around for that amount of time, you kind of imagine that you might have been at school with them or that kind of stuff, and you've really maybe not sort of moved out 
the town and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You've really stuck in each other's lives. No, not these two. Uh, I'm talking about two ladies, Patsy and Carol Ann, uh, who began writing to each other when they were both in the Girl Guides, 1955. They've been pen pals for 70 years. And here is the bit that blows my mind. They only just met this week. In all those wow. 70 years, you know, they all that time they've still been writing, they've never before now kind of thought, let's meet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they finally have. Isn't that amazing? That's great. And, and the whole thing about the whole pen pal side of things as well is a, kind of a mystique about yeah, it, isn't there? You there know, is. kind of, I guess, obviously, as social media has kind of come along, they may have seen what each other look like, but that, that's no compensation for actually sitting in a room and having a conversation. Exactly, because for all those years, uh, if you want to see what they look like, they would then choose, oh, I'll, I'll send a picture. But yeah. then you're then choosing which one that you're going to send. Think, oh, I don't like myself in that one. I'll send that one. But nowadays, if you're going to be like on a video call, you can't you can't control what you look like. Everyone sees. Well, that must have been weird though. What if they met up and then Patsy didn't really like Carolan face to face? Well, part of what I was reading says that they they absolutely got on like a storm. Okay, uh, good. And we'll still keep writing to each other, but don't plan to meet up again. Uh, I wonder if they use that. Um, I don't know if people even still have it because it's been such a long time since I've even written a letter. But you remember that. Blue uh, airmail paper. Yeah, I do. From the olden days. <laughs> folded into like a little envelope. That's so cool. I'm, I think it's an amazing so story. So weird, though, a bit of being able to keep a friendship going, but you've never met them. But then I kind of think maybe over the last few years, when you think back to like lockdowns and uh, and, and maybe sort of workmates and that kind of stuff, people yeah. could have started at a workplace and you were in video calls with them, but you never actually got the chance to, to meet them. But then you become a friend with them but you've not actually met them in person well my dad uh, used, was, used to be a systems analyst and worked for Hewlett Packard in Bristol for years and years and years and he would work online with a, an American guy uh, every day for like I don't know 15, 20 years and they'd never met each other Wow! and I think last year or the year before they finally got together in London because this guy's now an author this American guy and he finally got to meet and got the book signed and everything like that as well But they and that was like pre-video chat era this is brilliant. So didn't even know what each other looked like now look they're, 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 this is one of these questions where there may not be that many people who can actually take part but if you have a friend that you've actually never met <laughs> it blows our minds we'd like to hear about it uh, this tweet here long-standing friend of 10 plus years from a small town in Pennsylvania through our love of gaming. Love that. Is it video games, board games? Do clarify. Uh, Eddie says, got a family I've never met. Cousins, nephews, their kids. Never mind friends. Where's Scylla Black when you need her these days? God bless you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Emma says, I regularly used to play Xbox Live and made very good friends with people on there. We played each other every day, added each other on Facebook, were so close. Uh, we know what happens in each other's lives. Yet, none of us have ever met and we still talk ten years later on. Uh, it's nice to hear about an online gaming experience which isn't being trash-talked by a 12-year-old from America, which is good. Uh, we've got Fraser on the line. Fraser, tell us about the friend or friends you've never met. I run a business with three of the people that I've never met and they're in California and I'm in Manchester. But, like, how can you set up a business with someone that you've never met before, Fraser? How does that work? Um, so, I met them on Twitter. I do a lot of my, my, current, my other businesses work through Twitter. And we have a lot of common ground. We all wanted to achieve the same thing. So, we just, we just started a business. We registered it in America. So, I'm a, uh, a, a director of an LLC in America. And, yeah, it just, it just works. I don't know. And Fraser, like you know, your your business people, it's it's obviously going very very well. You must have a little bit of uh, money slushing around to be able to do a transatlantic flight. Have you never been tempted to go over and fly over there and meet the other three? 
I do want to go over, and I and I really hope that I can go over next year. But I'm getting married in June next year, so currently all money is towards the wedding. I think my missus might be a little bit mad if I decide to vanish for a number of months to go and work in America. And, and I think everyone's trying to wrap their brains to work out what Fraser's line of work is. Like, what what is this kind of business, Fraser? Uh, so I have two businesses. One is a video marketing business, and then the other is a software business for people who make advertisements for like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. So pretty much the same business, just one is like a service business and then one's a software. Wow. International Fraser speaking wow. to us right now. What about that? That is me. Got a friend that you've never met. We want to hear about it. Uh, Nick says, for the past 10 years, I've worked with a guy in New Jersey, uh, US, who does my design work. In daily contact, know all about his life, but we've never met. And here's an interesting other wrinkle to it. I've never even heard his voice. Whoa. Email communication only. Pick up the phone, Nick. Pick up the phone. Give him a call. Uh, Mitty, uh, you're a mate with someone who've never met. Yeah, friend Harry. Um, we're both on the Volkswagen Caddy Forum. Um, 2011, and yeah, just kept in touch ever since. What uh, what is a Volkswagen Caddy? Uh, so the, it covers the Mark One Volkswagen Caddy, which was like the Mark One Golf but with a pickup back. Uh, the Mark the, the Mark Two Caddy van, which is what Harry and I both have, and then there's the Mark Three as well. Must I'm be just, yeah, must be an absolute riot on I'm the uh, forums. Just looking up a VW Caddy right now. Um, yeah. Do you say it's a pickup? The Mark One was a pickup, yeah. Right. So he was on this tour, but you never actually bumped into each other. No, no. So he's in Ireland, and I'm in Lincolnshire. Wow. So, Which is a doable, a doable journey. Yeah. We've spoke about it. We've just never actually done it. What about like if you were to do like a Thelma and Louise, the pair of you drive off in one of your cars, one of your caddies? Whose caddy would you go in? Mine, because his doesn't run. <laughs> 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 he needs his membership revoked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this story. It's good to talk to you, Mitty. Yeah. All right, bye. All right, mate. Mitty, thank you very much. Uh, Bex, don't know whether you got a Volkswagen Caddy, but what's your story? Hey, Bruce and Richie. Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys? Well, good. We're, we're talking to you live from Mexico right now. It's an honour to have you on the show. Tell us about your friends you've never met. We uh, met by, you know, by chance. Uh, we uh, started talking online. Well, I actually liked one of his videos, like Alvin Stardust videos on YouTube. Sorry, are we talking yeah. about Alvin Stardust, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> He's big in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was like a rare live uh, show or whatever. And so I liked his video and we started messaging each other. And then we we became really good friends. And so we've been talking to each other twice a day for, you know, for 14 years. <gasps> wow. And what's this guy's yeah. name? What do you know about him? Like everything. I mean, he, um, he's he been to hospital. I've been talking to him. Uh, we know everything about each other's life. We we talk about everything, you know. And, <laughs> and all could, through a joint like love of Alvin friends. Stardust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like looking into uh, celebrities from the 70s in UK. Yeah. And so I uh, it's 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 funny, you know, it's funny. 
Well, do you know what? I think what we're going to do is we're going to find ourselves an Alvin Stardust video on YouTube, like a comment, and see if it opens up a new relationship <laughs> for the pair of us. So good to speak to you, Bex, and pass on our love to the people of Mexico. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for calling. I'm a big fan. I love your show. It's been great uh, sharing my experience. Oh, bless you. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.